Amen. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Pastor Tony Knight. I bring you greetings live from Christ Community Church hey, of Vineland, New Jersey. Hey, hey, hey. We are saving souls and changing lives. Amen. Listen, we just love the Lord God with all of our heart, soul, and mind. And we just thank the Lord for allowing his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for all of our sins, seen and unseen. Amen. Hey, whew, let me tell you, somebody asked me a question. You know, they made a statement about a person says that, well, when Christ died for your sins, he died for everything, past, present, and future. I says, yes, that's very true. But on that future thing, you need to be careful of the choices you make, all right? <laughs> Don't use that as a, a pass for you to go act a fool, amen? Because <laughs> people are something, boy. They look for all kind of avenues to get out there and just have an excuse to act up. Amen. And we don't want to do that. So listen, uh, we're going to go back to where we left off on uh, Sunday morning. Amen. We're going to go right back to 2 Corinthians. Uh, that will be uh, chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. That is our theme scripture. And then we will pick up uh, again uh, where we left off in Matthew. All right. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We love you. You are our everything. You are our all in all. Thank you, Father, for everyone, Lord God, that just continuously just watches these services, Lord God, the billions and billions of people that watch each and every week, Lord God, all the services, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, for all the billions of souls that are being saved and the lives being changed, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, that they're, they're serving you, Lord, because they desire to seek your face, Lord, and to do your will. And I thank you, Lord, that this ministry that you have blessed us with, Lord God, is making a major impact in society, Lord God, in this life, in our time, Lord. And I thank you for that, Lord God, because there are a lot of people hurting. Lord, and thank you for blessing us to be able to help give them your word, Father, in spirit and in truth. And Lord, I thank you for a fresh anointing, Lord God, to bring forth your word on this evening, Lord. I pray that I decrease, Lord, that you increase in me, Father, and that you would speak 
speak through me, Lord God, this evening, Lord God, to give me what to give your people under your anointing. Father, we love you and we thank you, Lord God. And Lord, all the people that continuously follow their services, Lord God, and even the ones that may be their first time, Lord God, I'm asking, Lord God, that you meet all their needs according to your riches and glory. And that they understand that they have to put work in, Lord God, to see what it's like to love a God that loves them first. We thank you, Father. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Hey, Denise, how you doing? Thanks for chiming in. All right. I did see somebody else's name, but it went away too fast. I wasn't able to catch it. I'm sorry. I seen the one of the parties and, and the ones that uh chime in that don't normally say much and and for all the ones that have the group parties listen thank you so much for um putting this on um on, on your facebook page and sharing it i really appreciate it and listen and thanks for keeping me in your prayers that god will continue to use me for the help of the building of his kingdom amen and we are uh um, well, I'll, again, I'll share some more information a little later, but I also want you to know that if anybody desires to be a member of Christ Community Church, listen, you, we can make that happen. Amen. We got members all around the world now. And listen, it's a simple, we can we can make it happen uh, at the end of the service, or you just contact me and let me know. All right. And because we are still a, a fully function operating legal church. Amen. We are legal. Amen. So and we want to be able to help service you. Amen. Through the word of God. And and if you desire for me to be your pastor, listen, I sure do appreciate it. Amen. Because I, I definitely have a heart for God and his people. And I want to be able to um uh, love you the way that you need that you're supposed to be loved through the word of God. Amen. And to help guide you and to help you stand on your own two feet with the word of God. And we can do it together. Amen. All right. Well, let's go to our theme scripture. All right. Before we flip back here, our theme scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And we had actually stopped at verse number 9, I believe, the other day on Sunday. But let's read our theme, scripture, verse 7. And least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, least I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Isn't that something? Just pause there for a second. Here, that just goes to show you that, um, that that's, that's one of those situations where your prayers are, are, are not being answered the way that you want them to be answered. Uh, here, you know, we go through pain, all right? And listen, Paul was going through some serious stuff, and God said, my grace is sufficient. Isn't that something? So there's just a level of pain that I don't know what it is, all right, that we just have to go through. And God's grace is sufficient. And listen, 
tough love is just that. Amen. Tough love is just what it is. And listen, I know that as a parent, that at times I have to give my children tough love, you know, and, and it hurts. Oh, it hurts. I don't want to do it, but I do it because I know it's best. Amen. I know it's best uh, because you're, you're, you're forcing them to uh, work through the pain. All right. Uh, of, of their feelings. And, you know, whether it's physical or, you know, or mental, uh, we, God wants us to fight through it. Amen. He wants us to fight through it because you have to. Amen. You have to like a, 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 a caterpillar that's in a cocoon and he's going through his metamorphosis. All right. Well, he's got a he needs the. He needs that cocoon as he's transforming because what's happening here is as he is pushing to get through uh, the cocoon, it's strengthening his wings. Amen. It's strengthening his wings so that when it's time for him to get out, that his wings are strong enough so that he can fly. Does that make sense? If you have a person that uh, if you never let a, a, a baby walk, all right, or even crawl you know they their, their legs would never be strong enough that's why it's very important for you to walk every day if you're able to walk you need to walk you need some type of exercise that's how god has it set up so so but listen but we have to go through things i don't like it but it is what it is all right so it's okay when god says my grace is sufficient for you now again i cannot tell you um why he says that well it says why his grace is sufficient but whatever your situation is listen it, it might be listen god's answer to you might be okay you're gonna have to suck this one up you know you're gonna have to take it on the chin but i'm with you and we're gonna get through this together because i want you to see me through this amen and not me me and me but but me in in the sense of the holy spirit god himself amen all right. So uh, also, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That's something that's really denying yourself. That's a that that's that's huge. Because when you're denying yourself, what happens here is you're glorifying God in your infirmities. Isn't that something not looking for a pity party now? I've seen something on the news today, and of course, and they're saying the same thing every day. And I've said it in the past. Um, we don't try to pass off raising your children onto any government. You you're not supposed to do that. The Bible says, "Spare the rod, spoil the child." And what happens here? We have a society where the younger generation they don't like the word no. They're overly spoiled, and the parents have basically let them raise themselves, and they're out of control. They're simply out of control, and you don't want the government to get them under control. You get them under control. You Listen, you do what's legally necessary for you to get your little babies under control so that they can stop having temper tantrums that they can stop shooting one another that they can stop uh vandalizing the community and etc 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 all right we got to get their behavior under control folks it's your responsibility you made the babies 
you take care of them and you raise them correctly so that they're not a menace not only in your home but in society because what they do at home it's going to multiply in the street all right uh they're not my rules all right they're in the book here it's in the bible and that's how it is so let's get a grip on that amen get a grip the bible says listen if you don't love your child you won't chastise them if you love them you will chastise them i know it hurts but tough love is just that and as i share with you before my children i i love my children outside of god i don't think nobody loves my children more than me besides their, my wife you know okay but my children will tell you my dad will not support our wrong if you are wrong correct the problem to stop what you're doing and correct the problem and make it right and do right amen because then you don't have to look over your shoulders all right when you're walking through life all right and then everything that you do and then you have conquered everything that is before you because you're teaching them how to be leaders or you're teaching them to be a liability to other to everybody now if they don't get a grip if you don't get a grip on your children now i uh, i don't know where you're going to get good service uh people and you know here in america we love being waited on don't we we go to restaurants and everything you want good service well i know when i go to a lot of some of these places the service is getting worse and worse the younger the generation the worse the service and i'm like boy can you imagine another 10 years from now or 20 years it's going to be off the chain if we don't get a grip so it's up to you and i i know you love your babies but if you love them correct them amen all right i just wanted to put that out there because people are trying to pass off too much on our government officials and it's not their duty to raise the children it's it's their duty to run the country amen and to provide the services that your tax dollars are paying for. We recreation and softball fields and all those kind of that's all nice. It really is. It's really nice. But but recreation is not going to get it. These children have to understand that the word no, it is an answer. Amen. It is an answer. And if you and I can live with it and it's not hurting us, they need to learn to live with it as well. Remember, they are the future amen they are the future and we should always be preparing them to be able to handle all right stress full stressful situations all right to to be loving and kind this is why you know part of the reason the lord has been given to me his word to share with the people and look and as i shared before listen all this starts at home mom and dad is real very important in the same household all right because the children need to see examples and this is why our self-control according to the fruits of the spirit all right that we are these are the things that we need to be practicing on a daily basis all right so that the children can see how we're managing our all of our affairs our, our lives everything that we're doing that we're managing it correctly and it's not harming anybody amen and and then listen it does help take the pressure off of the children when they when you have the right answers all the time to whatever they're dealing with listen god said his grace is sufficient 
for us, right? So listen, so and then in our infirmities, we're still supposed to glorify God in this. Is that listen, and all things give thanks, the word of God says. And you have to learn how to do that. But it's just not gonna happen because you said it's gonna happen. You will be tested. Amen. You will be tested to see where you are. Either you're going to pass the test or you're going to fail it. All right. So I suggest the more you pass it, listen, the, the sooner promotion comes. All right. Because once you start passing these tests, it makes it much easier. All right. Amen. All right. All right. Let's go to uh, where we left off on Sunday morning. And that is Matthew chapter 13. Oops, Matthew chapter 13. I'll get that at the end. Uh, we stopped at verse number 10, right? We stopped at verse number 10. It, it, uh, is it okay if I just read a little bit? How about if I just go back to, uh, just to bring you up to speed a little bit. And let's start at, uh, uh, we started, oh boy, we started at verse number one, didn't we? Uh, we'll just pick up at verse 10. And the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, who? Jesus is talking here now. Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. Who has it been given to? The, 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 the children of God. Amen. It's not going to be revealed to everybody only to the children of God, especially pastors. Amen. The Bible says, how can they hear unless they have a preacher? You need a preacher such as myself so that the Holy Spirit can reveal to me what to give to you. Now, every one of you can be hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth exactly. And the billions of people that are watching this are all hearing it differently through their spirit. Now, you cannot uh predict how they're hearing it it's how the spirits are being released however the mystery goes how god has it set up and i don't care who you are you can have all the training you want all right if it's not inspired by god all right through his holy spirit it's not going to happen all right you can get all the definitions and and commentaries and all you want that's nice but if it's not inspired by God, listen, you're missing out on the meat of the word. Amen. Uh, and I'm all for education, but education can only take you so far. This is not your job. This is not a job where you're going to get paid for it. This, the Bible says that God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And as we just read here, it must be revealed. It's a mystery. It's got to be revealed to you. So that's just how it is, folks. All right. So I do suggest that you study to show yourself approved the way it talks about in the book of Timothy. A workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, rightly. But you need that Holy Spirit to help reveal to you what, what you don't see and what you don't hear. And it will bring that revelation. Now, also... Just because you got a revelation today on that, the Holy Spirit can give you something later on that day in the same scripture that you never seen before. So don't think that you have all this wrapped up, all right, and you got it all and you all that. Don't you think that? That's pride 
and that will jam you up. Amen. You got to stay open and glorify God, and he will reveal it as needed. Amen. As needed. All right. Uh, verse 12. For whoever has to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. Why? Because everything we have, we have to offer it back to the body of Christ. Does it make sense to you? Now, this may sound strange to you, but when I first got married to, when I first married my wife, all right, I had asked her before we got married, I said, I need you to fall in love with Jesus more than you love me. Now, I didn't tell her to worship me, and I'm not telling her to worship the church building and the people in there. I said, fall in love with Jesus yourself so that you can find out who he is. Because God said that he's a jealous God, and he'll have no, he'll have no other gods before him. God don't want us to worship nothing and nobody but him. Now, as you know, I love my wife dearly. Yes, I do. I honor her. All right. I cherish her. I give her love. I treat her with a lot of respect and kindness. And and listen, and that's plenty. All right. And I'll just keep doing that and gentleness and meekness and temperance, self-control. You know, listen, all those things that we're supposed to keep doing. We, You keep practicing that. And listen, it works. It works. Amen. But worship God with all your heart, soul and mind. And he says, and love your neighbor as yourself. These are the things that we are supposed to do. And the more that we do that, um, uh, I believe it was Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Isn't that something? You seek God, all right? Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You got to stay in a righteousness position and he's able to get things to you at your access so that you're able to utilize them. Otherwise, he cannot give them to you and the devil will take them away. Does it make sense to you? The devil, uh, y'all stop trying to glorify the devil to make him sound like he's all that and a bag of chips. He don't like you. He don't, he, he hates you as, as, uh, as alfalfa said on little rascals, dear darling, I hate your stinking guts. Yeah, that's how he feels about you. All right. The devil hates your guts. There's nothing about you that he likes. Nothing. Don't serve him. Don't, don't try. Don't wear his name as a badge of honor. Uh, don't do that. Cause he don't, he don't want you. All, he, he don't want nothing about you, and, and there's nothing that he can help you with. Look, I was cooking some breakfast sausage the other day, right, on a stove, and uh, I have the light on low, just enough, you know, and I had to raise it up, and I, use, I like using the old black cast iron pans. I'm old school. I like them. They're seasoned well, and they even heat when they cook. Well, the, the fire, the flame down there, I felt a little bit of it, just 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 that little bit of heat. And I was like, whew, thank you, Lord. And, and, and I was able to get immediate relief. Now, in hell, according to the book of Luke, there is no relief. Please hear me. In hell, there is no relief. 
All right. Look. Again, you, you do not have a chill out corner in hell. The Bible says when the rich man opened his eyes in Hades in hell, he was in constant torment and pain. Constant. That, so if you want to say 24-7, 24-7, if that, if that helps clear it up to you. There's no relief. And remember, listen, our topic is what is your thorn? All right, what is your thorn? You need something to keep you humble. Back to hell again. Hell is no joke. This is why the Lord has me preaching this every week to you on, on with these services to encourage you not to go there. God does not send anybody to hell. People send themselves. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Will it be God or will it be man? If you choose to serve man, you, that means you're serving the devil. All right, God doesn't want us to serve man in the way of worshiping him. Now, I'm a pastor, so I'm a servant of the Lord, and I'm saved to serve. And who am I serving and protecting? His sheep. All right, you guys are considered my sheep. All right, uh, whether you join this or not, um, as far as uh, uh, joining Christ Community Church as a member, I, I still watch over you. You guys uh, chime in all the time. So I try to give you, I give you the word of God, amen, through the inspiration of his precious Holy Spirit so that you do not partake in hell, amen, and that you can enjoy life on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen, God wants you to enjoy your walk right now and enjoy life and then transfer it to heaven. Does that make sense to you? I, I said that to you before, but that's okay if you heard it again. Repetition is good, all right, especially when it's positive, amen. Uh, verse 13, therefore I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have gone dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Least they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. See, Christ is always trying to get you in a position where you can hear and see. Amen. The devil is trying to distort you. Amen. He's trying to distort it so that you don't hear. Listen. Someone can tell you that the devil wants to tell you immediately when you wake up in the morning, whatever time your morning is, and um, a negative thought comes into your mind, you got to cast that evil imagination out of you immediately. But the devil wants to throw back at you whatever your sin is or the last thing you did wrong, and you tell the devil, say, Satan, I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus in me. I'm great through Christ Jesus. 
No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to have a productive day today. Lord, I'm going to do your will today. Listen, that thorn that God has given you where he said his grace is sufficient, it will help keep you humble. And words like that coming out of your mouth help keep you humble so that you don't think you all that in a bag of chips. All right. And the soda pop too. Verse 16. But bless are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Blessed. You hear that? You see where that conjunction kicked in? But. All right. Verse 17. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. You know, who, what are they hearing? They're hearing Christ himself speak. And they're so fortunate. They don't even realize how fortunate they are. And you know what? So are we. I know this broadcast is around the world, but right now for the people that live in the United States of America, and myself included, which is where I live, we are very fortunate. My wife and I have been to other countries in this world. And the poorest of people in this country are living better than a lot of people, most people in them other countries. And let me tell you what, it was very sad to see that. We are very fortunate what we have here. Stop complaining and make your situation better. You do the right things and the right things will happen, but you got to stay consistent with it. Because remember, you do have an adversary called the devil and his job is to steal, kill and destroy by any means necessary. He's going, he's going to keep trying that and he's not going to give up. But you have to put the word of God on every situation and the Bible says the devil will leave you for a season. So you will have a time of, <sighs> I can relax for a moment, but keep feeding your spirit man, all right? So that it gets in your heart, so that when he comes back at you, you're always ready. Amen, you're always ready. Because you know when things happen, you never know when, it's, when, when something's going to go down. It just hits you, right? Isn't it always a surprise? Like, oh, boy. Well, no, not all, boys. Satan, listen, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rise up against me in judgment, you shall condemn. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that I'm putting this situation in your hands, as you said in your word, and I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I lean not to my own understanding in all my ways, Lord. I acknowledge you, and you shall direct my path. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, I'm not going to speak negative. I'm going to speak positive things. Lord God, I'm not going to allow no negativeness to come out of my mouth because you said death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. Lord, I'm going to glorify your name in every area of my life. I thank you, Lord God. 
God. I praise you. I thank you, Lord God, that not only is my wife serving you, Lord God, I thank you that my children are serving you, my granddaughter. I thank you that they're serving you with all their heart, soul, and mind. I thank you that my neighbors, Lord, are serving you. And I thank you for your angels of protection watching over me, my family, our neighbors, our homes. Thank you, Lord God. Listen, you just got to start talking to God and start giving it to him. And guess what? God inhabits the praises of his people and the devil's got to leave. That's why it's important for you to keep a positive atmosphere of praise and worship going on around you all the time. Even when you're sleeping, if you got to put it on a timer till you fall asleep, you need those last words that you hear are glorifying God. Not only coming out of your mouth, but maybe you're too tired to say anything, but you keep taking it in, all right, till you fall asleep because, listen, you need it. You need it. There's a lot of things going on in people's lives, and you don't need to be no negative circumstance, all right, to anybody. You don't need to be that. You just need to glorify God and stay positive in all that you do. Amen? All right. Remember, this is why it's important. Listen, what's your thorn? What's your thorn? I don't know what it is that's going to keep help keep you humble. I don't know. I got my own to deal with, right? So, But together, corporately, we sure will and can keep each other encouraged. Amen? All right. Uh, verse... 19, uh, uh, verse 18, I believe, yeah. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. Hmm. Verse 20. I believe that's our final. Oh, we're going to 23. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now, this is a good example. All right. Um, you take somebody that just gave their life to Christ Jesus, right? They are so excited. All right. They're so excited. Now, the seed was planted. All right. They gave their life to Christ. But what happened here is it hasn't rooted yet. All right, it hasn't rooted yet in the ground, and they jump out there and want to save the whole world. They're so excited, but as soon as a problem comes up, they lose it. Why? They have not been grounded yet in the Word of God. This is a process. So if this is you and you're excited, please be patient and keep learning the Word of God. Stay the course. All right. You keep watching these services every week. I don't care if you got to watch them every day, twice a day. You keep watching them. All right. And there's some other good ones. There's the Bill Winston Ministries. There's Joyce Meyer Ministries. The Joel Osteen. The T.D. Jakes. Uh, um, the uh, Jensen. All right. There's there's so many of them out there. All right. That are that are reputable. 
All right. Now some of them are, but the ones uh, some of the ones I just recommended, they're good ministries. All right. And you listen to them, especially the Joyce Meyer ones, because uh, she really keeps it plain and simple and what she's been through in life. And the, the good Lord is a, has allowed her to share it, to help you, to show you that we are no different than you. All right. That the things that we have to deal with every day are just like you. All right. And we have to make the right choices as well. But the more right choices, the better off you become and the firmer your foundation is. And then roots grab a hold. Because remember, Christ says he's divine and we're the branches. If you're not connected to Christ, listen, you're going to be cut off. The devil's going to do you in. All right. Uh, this is where he, uh, a person immediately stumbles. All right. So you got to watch that. The ground that you get established in. That's why Christ said he's the rock. All right. I know this says rock, but this is a different rock. Amen. Christ is our firm foundation, the Bible tells us. And this is where we want to get rooted and grounded in. Amen. Verse 22. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Isn't that something? Now, you can still receive this word among thorns. and uh, You got to be careful where you get the word of God. That's why I encourage you, join this ministry. Amen. You've been following this ministry enough to know that Pastor Knight comes out of the word of God all the way through and through. And I'll share with you some personal experiences that I've experienced to help keep me rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. Listen, everybody is not for serving the Lord God with all their heart, soul and mind. There's a lot of people that say they love Jesus and, and, and they don't. What they love is how they can do you in and how they can use you. And as you notice, we don't do nothing like that with this ministry. I'm, listen, I fear God. I respect God. I do, I do not want no parts of hell. Here, here Pastor Knight, real good. Pastor Knight don't want nothing to do with hell. Nothing. Nothing in this world is worth it. As we just read, the riches of this world is very deceitful. Listen, you got uh, a roof over your head, food, clothes, and shelter. You, you ahead of the game. You doing good. Don't you worry about trying to keep up with anybody else. You maintain with what you have and where you're at. If you're content with what you had, then guess what? And you're happy, then so be it. You enjoy it, all right? But don't try to compete with others because you'll never be happy doing that. You're, you'll always be tracing a, 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 a fruitless dream. Amen. Excuse me. Verse 23. But he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundred fold, some sixty fold, some thirty. Listen. That's why I share with you. The ministry that God has given me has been blessing your life or you wouldn't be watching this. It's been blessing your life. You need to stay the course. You need to stay the course.
and enjoy the ride because this is firm foundation through the word of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And it's been helping your lives. All right. And listen, there's so much more that's going to come with this. That's going to be beneficial to you. But consider it not strange, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Let patience have her perfect work. Listen, you're going to go through, but at least go through correctly. Amen. Because here we're helping you to get understanding. Amen. That's why I'm grateful that the Lord has blessed me to uh, and show me how to, um, he gives me how to keep this simple. I'm very, very big on, just keep it simple. Stop trying to make life in the word of God difficult. It's not just, just, uh, uh, I know there's some people, they just want them. They just want y'all to think they all that. I really, they really do. They, uh, those guys got personal issues. All right. They got personal issues. So, but we just want to stay with this and do it God's way. All right, let's turn to Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 29. 27 and verse 29. When they had twisted a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him saying hell king of the jews isn't that something they took that thorn and they just whew, they they rammed it in him oh boy this christ jesus did that for you and i that thorn that he had physically that drew the blood that they took those long thorns and ran them in his head listen and that blood came trickling down he listen that thorn, that's you. that was for you and I. That was for you and I. Everybody in this world, listen, he took that for us. And he's asking you to bear the thorns. Now, I am not telling you to go get a thorn, all right, a, a crown of thorns and ram it on your head. Pastor and I is not telling you to do that. Don't you do that. I'm telling you that your thorn is... Whatever it is that God has given you to help keep you humble. Amen. And you need to stay in that humble position. Amen. So that, listen, this was Christ. Uh, this was his example for you and I. See, everything that happened to Christ Jesus was for us to learn from and for us to uh, live smarter we live much better listen it's okay all right but i don't want to go through what he went through but because because christ went through it you and i don't have to go through it but yet the scripture tells us to pick up our cross and follow him so you will go through all right so and remember god's grace is what sufficient for you and i Woo! so whatever you're going through God wants the glory out of your life. Uh, Lord, have mercy. And boy, do we go through. Whew. I needed a swig. We go through. We go through a whole lot. Let's turn to John chapter 19. All right. John chapter 19. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. John chapter 19. 
verse number two is our key verse, but let's read one through seven. That sound good? Chapter 19, verse St. John. So then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. Now remember, purple back then meant royalty. All right, so I know people wear all kinds of colors and do things, but that's what that meant back then. That you were that was royalty, purple. All right, verse three. Then they said, "Hail, King of the Jews!" And they struck him with their hands. Pilate then went out again and said to them, "Behold, I am bringing him out to you." that you may know that I find no fault in him. Isn't that something? Verse four, 5. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns ugh, and the purple robe, and Pilate said to them, Behold the man. That's key there. Therefore, when the chief priests and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, You take him and crucify him, for I have found no fault in him. Isn't that something? Let's read verse, what is it, verse 7? Uh, yeah, verse 7. The Jews answered him, uh, Sorry. We have a law, and according to our law, he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. There you go again. I'm sorry. My eye, my eye is burning a little bit. I'm sorry. I didn't put my drops in. Uh, he says in verse 7, The Jews answered him, We have a law according to our law. Now, let's pa let, let Pastor Knight back you up again. How many times have I said to you, all right, now, that the church bylaws, the church building, the bylaws at whatever church you go to, if they don't line up 100% with the word of God, you're not obligated. You need to learn those bylaws, all right? Because Pilate found nothing wrong with Christ Jesus, all right? Nothing wrong with him at all. It was the religious people that were offended because signs and wonders follow the word. He was messing up their money. Oh, he was messing them up. Listen, they, they were hoodwinking the people, and Jesus exposed them. And they didn't like it. And light always exposes darkness. This is why there's so many problems. When light shows up on the scene, listen, this is why you're having problems when you... Uh, show up around some people that known you for years they know what you represent and what happens here is they get offended because your light is shining and they're offended because of what the wrong that they're doing your your light is shining and you're the representation and they get mad light shine listen you don't know what people were doing that they believe they got to keep doing that's wrong in order for them to get whatever it is that they want, uh, whatever that may be. 
all right? Because there's so many different ways that people do it. God does not want us to live that way, folks. Remember, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Shall be. You don't have what you desire to have is because you're not in a righteousness position uh, long enough so that God can get things to you that won't take you from him. Does it make sense? He'll bless you according to his riches and glory. Now, that is for each individual, all right? Now, somebody might have a little more than you, all right, because they can handle more. Somebody might have less than you because they can't handle what you have. Does it make sense? That's why we mind our own business and we love God and we love each other and we encourage each other because as we grow, we get more to at our access. Does it make sense? God has allowed me to uh, not be in the church building where we were, um, we had less people than what we do on Facebook. Facebook, we're reaching thousands. We're looking to reach billions of people. But we're reaching thousands of people every week, all right, that I know about, all right? A whole lot I don't know about, but I know one that they have a group. Uh, they, they have a watch group, and then and last I heard, last they told me last year that they, that they were getting 840-something people every service on their page. I was like, wow. And I, I didn't see all those numbers, but I'm thanking God for that, and that's just one person. And not not counting the others, all right, especially the ones that stay quiet. You know, a lot of people just want to learn God quietly because they don't want you to see their moves. And I respect that. Amen. There's a whole lot of things that I like to keep private. Amen. I know I talk a lot of things and share things, but I don't share everything. All right. Because there's some things you just need to keep private. So according to their laws, uh, a, a lot of... Uh, flack again that I receive is because I wouldn't support a lot of those church bylaws because they didn't line up with the word of God. I said, that's what you put in there. I listen, you cannot benefit from God doing it man's way. Were you going to serve God or were you going to serve man? Remember when we read that? Listen, you got to make up in your mind. Are you going to serve God or man? Which one, which one you serve God? It benefits you. You serve man, you lose. I know that these church buildings have been doing the same thing for many years, and you want to get back to the regular routine. Well, I'm going to hear. I'm here to tell you, it's a good chance that that routine that you were doing has been wrong for many of years, and this is why your life has not taken off in the way that you believe it should have, because. You have gotten into a position where you became stagnated because you wasn't getting the, the full truth of the word of God. You were getting partial bits and pieces. And God was not able to take you any further because you were being hoodwinked. Oh, I listen, I know. Listen, I know. It's okay. Been there, done that. That's why God has allowed me to pastor. And he's allowed you and touched your heart to watch this ministry because, as you see, this is a no-pressure ministry. We put no pressure on you. Uh, but what we do do is, listen, I like to hold you accountable. You've grown like I'm grown. 
I believe, unless you're a child, and listen, and we're showing them how to hold their own, right? Through the word of God. Make sense? All right. Now, let's turn to Genesis chapter 3. Now we go all the way to the beginning of the book. Isn't that something? Genesis chapter 3. Uh, let's see. Verse 18 is our key verse. But um, Genesis chapter 3. You know what? Uh, how about we... How about we stop right there for today? All right? Because that's a lot. That's a whole lot right there. Okay? All right. How about we stop right there for today? Amen? Because that's going to be a whole lot, and I don't want to rush. All right? Well, we'll pick up right there again where we left off. Amen? Excuse me. Sorry. I dropped something. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that Christ has been raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. Listen. All this starts when you invite Christ Jesus into your heart. Amen. And listen, you may have done that and went back on your word. The Bible says that Jesus said that you left me, I didn't leave you. It, it, it's very simple. You repeat after me, and I'll, I'll, I'll share the confession with you, and you can invite Christ in. Amen? And just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Savior, Master, and Lord. Satan, you no longer have a stronghold on me. In Jesus' name, amen. Heaven rejoices when one soul gets say, hey, so do I. Again, please share this on your pages, all right? Uh, I appreciate it because, listen, there's other people that um, you don't know who's going to touch, amen? I thank you for sharing it. And listen, if you desire to be a member of Christ Community Church, contact me, amen? And we'll make it happen, all right? We'll make it happen for you. If you desire to have me to be your pastor, all right? I appreciate it. I'm a, I appreciate you guys chiming in every week. But listen, let, let, let's crank it up some more, all right? Let's go, baby. Let's do this thing, all right? Because God is blessing this ministry, amen? I love you guys. Have a great evening. Thank you, everyone, for continuously chiming in. I, I really appreciate it. You guys are so encouraging to me. Love you. Heaven smile upon you. If Christ don't come back before Sunday, see you Sunday morning. What time? 10 a.m. Love you guys.